0: this is the no spoon podcast i'm your host red pill che back for episode number two of the no spoon podcast i want to start off by thanking everybody that listened to episode one those of you that shared it listened commented about it i appreciate that it's it, it doesn't go um unappreciated because it's very much appreciated your support and, and you know, for those that are listening now, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully uh, this can be informative and educational and enlightening and to a point where you feel, you know, this is a message that needs to get out there. And I, I, I appreciate everybody that's sharing it, you know, especially during this time where I feel like, you know, like I said in the last time that we talked, uh, the the, the window of opportunity for speaking the truth, in my opinion, is closing and it's closing fast. And we're seeing people that speak out against uh false narratives and 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 uh, uh ulterior agendas or whatnot and speak the truth they're being censored they're being silenced so you know i feel like we are we are in a very tight window right now and it's closing and it's closing fast so you know when we speak the truth we got to be able to share it and we got to get it out there so I, I i thank everybody that is sharing this and i thank everybody that's You know following me on social media you can follow me at instagram It's at uh, the no spoon podcast and on twitter At no spoon podcast. There's no the with the twitter that does only with the instagram So you can look me up there and follow me. Um You can also email me at the no spoon podcast at gmail.com um I'm I'm easily listen and and i'll start it off like this. Like I'm gonna start off every episode Um, i'm not a i'm not I don't know everything and I don't nor do I proclaim to know everything, you know I'm a student just like everybody else and I'm learning just like everybody else. So if you got information, if you got something you want to share, share it, please. I I accept it. If you got if you got some fact-check me or or you know, you know, some cons- some constructive criticism as long as it's based on facts and not feelings, um I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to all of that. So we're going to get right into it because uh you know, there's a lot going on and it feels like you know my intention is to do this uh once a week but i i may do it a little more frequently or at least maybe some some smaller episodes or utilizing social media or whatnot but i feel like there's so much that's going on and so much happening that we can there's content can feel you know there's weeks of content especially the way things are going right now so we really gotta we really gotta hone in on this and then we're really gonna get down to uh to what we're talking about here today um I mean, first off, obviously, the biggest news that we should be talking about that everybody should be talking about is the fact that, you know, we shut down the nation. Basically, we shut everything down for something that now does not seem to be as serious as they made it out to be, especially when you have twelve hundred medical and health professionals write a letter contradicting a stance that they just previously had. A few weeks earlier and this is in response to the protests that are going on around the country in 50 states and whatnot but medical and and health professionals at one point said that if we gathered more than 10 people in these type of gatherings that we would be um subjecting ourselves to transmitting a virus that can potentially kill millions you know so we were told to stay home businesses could open yada 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 so on and so forth and now They're changing their stance. If you're protesting for. um, Against racial injustice. That virus isn't going to be a problem. That doesn't make sense. Because the virus doesn't know what you're out doing. They don't know that you're protesting. And they don't know what you're protesting. In fact. Prior to this people protested the lockdown. And they were vilified for doing so. Now. People are protesting another event. And that's okay. Well, it just it seems as if it's politically motivated. You know what I mean. So if if it's okay to be out and gather in masses for a politically motivated uh, event, then was the stance prior to these protests was that politically motivated? You know, this 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 should off there should be a lot of questions asked. You know, I, I understand about injustice and I understand the the need to, to, to protest where there is injustice, but let me just point something out to you. If something is as deadly as they made out the coronavirus to be, I don't care what injustice happened. You're not going outside. If there's a pack of lions roaming around in my neighborhood and yet the police just came in and, and, and killed my grandma and my baby brother, which is a worthy cause to protest, but there's a pack of lions outside. I'm not protesting. That's, that's ridiculous. We protest injustice to improve our life, but there needs to be a life to live in order to protest. And that was kind of the argument that was given when people were protesting these lockdowns was how are you going to protest something and you could potentially die in your stance of injustice? Well, that's the same thing that's going on now, but we see they've kind of did a 180 and everybody's acting like it's OK, like it's not a big deal. We should be an up. We should. This should be on every news cycle, every single one, every single one, because they lied and they they did something unprecedented that's never been done in the history of this country. Right. By forcing people to shut down, forcing people to lose their jobs, forcing people to lose their businesses. The long-term effects, I could do a whole show on that. The long-term effects of shutting down our economy. And it was all based on a lie. Pretty much. It was based on hyperbole and exaggerated numbers. So, we should be doing this whole episode on that. But we're not. Because now, these protests have... Uh, well... They, they have transformed and they've become something to where in the beginning, this was about a man named George Floyd who died. What appeared to be unjustly at the hands of police officers. And it brought up racial tension and racial strife and a whole bunch of, of police brutality. It brought up a bunch of injustices that need to be addressed. But as we fast forward and start looking and we start going, you know some things don't add up and when things don't add up we have to call it you know for what it is so when we're looking at this situation you know i i seen i seen a protest yesterday and i seen a protest the day before i live in los angeles so i seen two protests you, they have them all the time the one thing i'm noticing and i'm not trying to point out you know and point fingers at any certain demographic of people or you know, play into certain type of stereotypes or box people in, but I've just, I, I just started to look at it like this. Like, imagine I'm from a different country. I don't live in America and they tell me, Hey, they're protesting in America. Why racism? What do you mean? Well, white people have treated black people unjustly. Oh, so they're protest. that's fine. Okay. I get that. Let me see the protest. I would look and go, well are these the white people protesting against the black people no these are the white people protesting for the black people and it's kind of like i thought they didn't like black people you know what i mean when you go and i've seen like i said i've seen two protests and i've seen a handful of people of color and mostly white people not that there's anything wrong with that hey you want to stand up against injustices you want to stand up and, and and against unrighteousness It doesn't matter what color you are that that's that's perfectly fine and acceptable. But I can't help but notice that a movement that's centered around black lives and making black lives matter has somehow it it, is not too many black lives. It's just ironic to me. And it makes you start to think certain things, especially when you start seeing that they've uh, they're talking about other things, you know, they're talking about a revolution, the, uh, in the autonomous zone that they have in Seattle going on right now, they, you know, kind of choked a pastor and hugged him and had a gay man kiss him, I guess, in, to, you know, in defiance of his stance against homosexuality, and it's kind of like, wait, wait a minute, wait, I thought this was about George Floyd, and I thought this was about police brutality, and I thought this was about racism, and people are saying things like revolution and socialism and very anti-American rhetoric that kind of, you know, brings more questions. Like like I said, when you have at the beginning in Minneapolis, when the the protesting first started, you know, there was a white man walking down, smashing windows. There was, you know, some white people looting and there was all types of people looting but i'm just saying it just seemed like there was outside influence or outside elements that were kind of in the mix and it's kind of like the coronavirus where you say okay corona we need to shelter in place we need to stay home we need to do this because of this virus and then you start to see certain things and you start seeing that the stories aren't adding up the numbers aren't adding up and then you start saying well why are we really in the house here why aren't we going to work here? Why are we shut down? And then with this situation where it started out with police brutality and racism and we need to do something that now we transform from that into we're kissing pastors and, 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 you know, burning American flags and talking about revolution and socialism and defund the police. And it just kind of all seems like I don't know. It it doesn't it doesn't seem right and it doesn't add up. But that's because we haven't learned to play the game of chess. And that's what they're doing. The move that's in front of you, just like in the game of chess, the move that you see is not necessarily the objective I'm trying to reach. Just like in chess, I can give you my bishop, my knight, my rook. I can let you take that. And you might think, got him. He made a mistake. He gave up his piece. But really, I'm trying to bait you in because my fourth move, my fifth move, my sixth move is checkmate. That's kind of what goes on here in politics. They push something to the forefront a virus, police brutality, racism. They push those things on you. They they want you to take care of that, to see that, to look at that, to notice that while they do something over here, or they get you to... To 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 make a move that you think is gonna benefit, but at the end of the day, they have moves five, six, and seven that's checkmate. That's how we have to look at this. It's a game of chess. So we have to be able to see the whole board and see four, five, six, seven moves ahead. Because that's what's going on. We might see something and we say, okay, Black Lives Matter, yes, racism, yes, let's go, let's protest. And then you're going to sit there and say, well, wait a minute, where are we at? What type of world are we living in? What type of cause are we really fighting? And that's what we need to understand. Before we go out there and we start saying Black Lives Matter, which they do, but we have to look at the organization behind it. We have to look at history and how history has treated such movements and what history has done to 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 steer movements in the way that it wants to go so that's what we're going to talk about and uh, you know hopefully hopefully you get something from this i'm going to try to give you some information and and you know connect the dots that's all it is connect the dots because that's what they don't they're not going to connect the dots you know what i'm saying they're just going to they're going to show you this show you a little bit of that a little a little bit of racism a little bit of police brutality a little bit of a virus and 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 somehow we think okay that was that incident that was that incident that was that incident but they're all connected there's a thread and like we talked about last time there's an agenda a globalist agenda they don't care about racism they don't care about uh George Floyd, they don't care about They don't care about your neighbor next door They don't care about none of that. They care about their agenda. It's a globalist agenda. It's an agenda That to bring us all under one umbrella one entity And like I said before what was supposed to happen and this has been going on for a long time The united states has been undermined uh, Our autonomy has been undermined our sovereignty has been undermined and Hillary Clinton was supposed to keep that going in 2016, but she lost and they did not account for that. So what we see happening today is a result. Coronavirus was a result of trying to take back and put globalists back in power to continue the gradual globalist agenda. Let's look at history. Because we have a real movement going on here in America right now and and all over the world. And it's, and it's, it's spearheaded by the organization Black Lives Matter. So in order to understand Black Lives Matter and what it really is at its core, we have to look at past movements and past organizations. And people who have spoke out against those organizations or movements or tried to control them, subvert them in any type of way. So I want to talk about Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam. And it's very important that, we, that, that I feel to, to study this, um, this period of time. This was the civil rights era. And a lot of us know who, what the Nation of Islam uh, is and was under the leadership of Elijah Muhammad. And now it's under the leadership of Louis Far- Farrakhan. Um, and Malcolm, we all know, was a very influential figure in that movement. Um, until he left the nation and he left the nation due to inconsistencies in their message due to uh, some immorality or contradictions in what you know in their in their message and Malcolm left but Malcolm didn't leave quietly and I don't think a lot of people really look into what he was talking about and what he was saying so first let me let me let you in on something. On February 15th, 1965, Malcolm gave a speech. And he took a Q&A afterwards from press and media and whatnot. And they asked him about a statement he had made. In reference to a man who financed the Nation of Islam. A man that was in the oil business. He was a billionaire. He lived in Dallas, Texas. Well, we know this man to be... Who to be his? This man is H. L. Hunt, right? H. L. Hunt is was a billionaire and from te- Dallas, Texas. Um, H. L. Hunt's son, some of you may know, is Lamar Hunt. Lamar Hunt owned the Kansas City Chiefs. He started the AFL, which merged into the NFL, and he started the Super Bowl. You know, H. L. Hunt was also a white supremacist. He was a segregationist. He was not for what the nation of islam was doing but he had money and he would give it to the nation of islam and he would fund the nation of islam and so what happened is malcolm was talking about a meeting that they had with the leader some leadership of the ku klux klan in order to make a deal with them as far as giving them some land so that elijah muhammad could start use this land and then bring people back to Africa that was the intention behind it um so Malcolm talked about this relationship and he talked about H.L. Hunt and he talked about how H.L. Hunt funded the Nation of Islam and you know he also talked Malcolm also talked about um the Democratic Party he talked about how they were using uh black people to, for their own agenda. He called people who voted for the Democrats political chumps and said they were traitors to their race because the Democrats promised and then didn't come through on their promises. And this was 1965, mind you. Okay? So Malcolm explained that relationship. He 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 didn't get deep into what HL Hunt uh uh, you know, what his motives were or anything, but he knew he was funding the nation of islam so that seems kind of contradictory that a person that has such contradictory views would decide to fund their opposition but that's not so out of the ordinary i mean that's not so uncommon if you really sit back and you look at it businesses do this all the time a bigger business will see a young business coming up and emerging as a threat as a rival and then the bigger business will buy them out not to buy them out to have it, to buy them out to keep them, to buy out their competition, to get rid of their competition. So is it strange to think that a white supremacist would fund the nation of Islam? No, it's actually smart. If you're trying to steer it the way you want it to go, it's your money. There's the old phrase, and it's, it's very important. It's called, he who, p- he who pays the piper picks the tune. If I'm paying for something, you're going to do what I want you to do. That's just common sense, and these were things that Malcolm noticed. Wait a minute, we're supposed to be a pro-black organization, we're supposed to be a black separatist organization, but we're operating off white supremacist money. So, do you see the game? Do you see how the politics was played? You have to be able. To, this is this is chess, man. This is chess. It's it's, it's brilliant in a certain to a certain extent. It's brilliant to do that. It's brilliant to say, okay, I don't like what you're doing. So let me own you. So that way I can control you. And then that way I can keep you away from my interests. Well, we have to fast forward today. Let's look. So now let's look at today. Let's look at Black Lives Matter. Let's look at this. Now we know about a lot of different things and there's been, um, you know, a lot of criticism, especially on social media that they're connected to act blue charity, which is a, it 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 donates a big huge donor of the Democratic Party, and some people are saying, "Well, if you donate to Black Lives Matter, you donate directly to the Democrats," which it is half truth to it. But the fact of the matter is, Black Lives Matter has aligned itself with a partisan group, so they are partisan. You understand what I'm saying? If you you could have at you could have you could have took anybody, you could had any other. Uh, 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 organization to facilitate your funds, but you chose one that aligns itself so heavily and so partisan with the Democratic Party that it makes you aligned with the Democratic Party. So that's one. If we're trying to figure out who's behind Black Lives Matter, what's the purpose? What are they trying to achieve? Because if you know what they're trying to do, you know where their background is and who's funding them, then you can start to see the agenda. We also know about the $33 million that George Soros gave them um, from his Open Society Foundation. But it's not that cut and dry that he gave them $33 million with his name on a check. It doesn't really work that way. George Soros has an organization that he started in 2005 called Democracy Alliance. And Democracy Alliance, what it does is it, 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 they um, they are dedicated to building uh, progressive movements in the United States. That's what their website says. Um, in order, they have about eighty to a hundred members. All of them ha- have to donate a minimum of two hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, their website says that they bring in eighty million a year, but there's other reports that say it's really close to three hundred million. Um, it's a lot of money involved. Well, Black Lives Matter falls under the umbrella of Democracy Alliance and some of the organizations that they fund, and some of the organizations that Black Lives Matter aligns themselves with. Uh, Democracy Alliance has a number of progressive, which is really socialist, and we'll get into that more later, uh, um, organizations that you can donate to through Democracy Alliance. Black Lives Matter is involved with a lot of these organizations. Um, Also... We have to look at the people that founded Black Lives Matter. And it's attributed to the three women, uh, Patrisse khan uh, Opal Tometi, and Alicia Garza. Now, every single one of them, all three of them, what's their background? Well, all of them have worked for front organizations for a organization called Freedom Road Socialist Organization. They have all they have worked for a number of the following organizations. National Domestic Workers Alliance. Power, which stands for people organized to win employment rights. Right to the City Alliance. School of Unity and Liberation. Forward Together. Black Alliance for Just Immigration. Advancement Project. Movement Strategy Center. All of these are front organizations for the Freedom Road Socialist Organizations. All three of these women worked for those organizations that lead back to the Freedom Road Socialist Organization. These three women, they are socialists. They are communists. They are Marxists. That's the way they're interpreting the world, through a Marxist point of view. That's very important because if the leaders have a certain ideology That's where it's going to. If George Soros has a certain ideology, and we know he funds a lot of socialist organizations, that's where the movement is going. On the surface, it says, Black Lives Matter. On the surface, it says, ending police brutality, ending white supremacy, ending racism. But the money and... The ideology is anything but that. The money suggests globalism. The, the ideology suggests communism. That's, it, 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 it's, if, if, if on your board of directors you had white supremacists, it would be erroneous for us to think that you were not going to take this organization in a white supremacist direction. Black Lives Matter is ran by communists. It is a communist organization. There is no, there, th- th- that is the reason why we seeing different things now going on. This is why we're seeing different ideologies emerge. We have to go back to, uh, uh, and you could go look this up. The Project Veritas did a, investigation into the bernie Bros and some of the people on bernie sanders campaign where they talked about if bernie didn't get the nomination or if he didn't win that cities would burn they talked about armed struggle they talked about the need to bring in a socialist revolution at this time they the they project veritas also did an investigation into a group called refuse fascism where they talked about millions in the streets protesting over days, over days, over days, over days, demanding that the Trump-Pence regime resign, in her words. We see that happening today. This wasn't something. and it, it, Also, now there is a defund the police movement that comes from an organization called Movement for Black Lives, which is another organization tied to Black Lives Matter. The defund the police. There was already a pla- there was already a proposal. Put in place, and not only that, but government officials, lawmakers, policymakers, there was no there was no resistance in the Minneapolis. They voted nine zero on the city council to get rid of the police department. To get rid of the police department, and just just as a, just as a side note, and um I'm going to discuss it on the next episode. If you think defund the police means that we're going to have lawlessness and um we're not going to have any order because there are not going to be any police officers you're wrong you're you're wrong they have a plan it's in there you just have to pay attention and we'll connect the dots on the next episode but i'm telling you if you think it's lawlessness if you think it's 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 no police you're going to be hoping or wishing it was that as opposed to what they really have in store for you and they have something in store, but back to what we're talking about. Black Lives Matter is the move in front of you. Globalist manipulation is the fifth move. Is the sixth move? You see, they've already had this planned out. This was just a catalyst. The Bernie Bros, the Refuse Fascism, the 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 the, the you know liberal college student that's out there protesting. They were looking for the opportunity to do this. They were looking for the opportunity to defund the police. And I believe that they are working with the Democratic Party to do that. That's why they were so quick to give it up. Air, uh, Mayor Garcetti here in Los Angeles, there was no resistance. When they said defund the police, he said, I'll do it $150 million taken from them. Just like that. Just like that. So it me- it leads me to believe, I don't think that this was something that was spontaneous it doesn't appear to be spontaneous, you know, and then when we start talking about who is backing these people who is who the money is who's the who who who's paying the piper well, it goes back to a lot of these other socialist organizations anti american organizations uh globalist organizations you know that's what's that's what's going on, so we have to look at black lives matter as being that. It's a marketing genius. I will say it's a marketing it's a marketing genius in the sense that even the phrase "Black Lives Matter," if you if 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 you say you don't support Black Lives Matter, it creates the straw man argument that says, "Well, then Black Lives don't matter to you," which is not true, but it can pin people into a corner to where do you support black lives matter? No, I don't don't support that. Or you're a racist. Then black lives don't matter. This is, this is marketing and that's what they did. And that's what they're doing. You know? So now you can't stand up and say, no, I'm not with, I'm not with that black Lives. I'm not with black lives matter because they're a socialist organization. They're a communist organization. They want to take away our rights. They're backed by globalists and I'm not with that or you're racist because black lives don't matter to you. That's the kind of drum they put you in, you know. What is Black Lives Matter really focused on well, when you go to their website? It has a lot to do with immigration, but you also have to look at what they think about the family. You also have to look at how, they, how, how the website says that they are denouncing the Western prescribed nuclear family. That's the family of a mother and a father. They are a queer affirming network. They don't mention anything about fathers in there. It's only directed towards uh, mothers and then getting rid of the traditional family, even though even in light of the fact that a two parent household is a prerequisite or towards success. We know this even 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 Obama, who was a senator at the time in 2008, spoke to this. He read off facts that are true when he said children who grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit crime nine times more likely to drop out of school and 20 times more likely to go to prison but black lives matter disregards those statistics they doesn't matter to them you, they don't they, that doesn't that even though if we implemented two parent households it would it would it, it it would solve a lot of the problems. Black Lives Matter is not, a, they're not a, it's a, an organization that's trying to solve black problems. In fact, they're trying to create problems to bring about their socialist revolution. That's why there's nothing on their website that has anything that would actually improve the life. Because if you wanted to improve the life, then you would put fathers back in the house. They don't, they want to take fathers out and make them completely irrelevant. Because according to their website they say mothers children and parents nothing about a father they were called out on this a while ago they were they've been exposed i want to introduce you to a man named darren seals i don't know if you know him if you're familiar with him as soon as this podcast is over google him look in, look into who darren seals is because you need to know who he is darren seals is a Ferguson, Missouri resident grew up there, lived there his whole life. He knew Michael Brown, who was uh, killed by a poli- Ferguson police officer, that led to the whole protest in Ferguson. He started a uh, a foundation called Hands Up United. He was the man that was there with Michael Brown's family at their side. Okay. He was the man that organized. The Ferguson protest. Black Lives Matter became known during the Ferguson protest, but it was Darren Seals and his team on the ground that actually led to the mobilization of people to be out there and protesting. Darren Seals had a lot to say about Black Lives Matter once the smoke cleared and the dust settled. He said that the only thing Black Lives Matter did in Ferguson was tweet about our work and collect money. He accused them of taking money and not doing anything for the people. He said BLM made making millions off of what Ferguson started and left our city to dry. These are you can see that on his on his Twitter feed. He's he goes by the name King D D Seals. Um he called out their agenda against black men. He said that there was they, they have no they have an agenda. He called Black Lives Matter, he said they have an agenda for everybody but black men. But but that's not true. The black men they do care about are the ones that are killed by white police officers, the ones that they can politicize. He called them black lives matter. He didn't call them activists. He called them activists. Darren Seals also advocated against the Democratic Party. He said that they should earn people's votes, that they haven't proven to do anything, which is an interesting thing in all of this. That if you look at it, and go look it up, please go look it up, that in in cities where they have the highest black poverty rate, highest black unemployment, highest black crime, and highest police brutality are in cities that are predominantly ran by Democrats. But yet nobody in all of these conversations and all of these problems has ever said, why don't we just change leadership? Why don't we just elect new people with a new ideology, a new point of view? We have people who have been sitting in certain positions like Maxine Waters, a congresswoman of South Central L.A. She's been in there 30 plus years. Same thing going on. Same thing going on. Nothing's changed. And nobody has said, let's get rid of her. But look into Joe Collins. He's running against her. Uh, uh, he's trying to do good things, man. This He's a good young military guy. Grew up in the area. Look into him. But what I'm saying is why hasn't anybody suggested that? Why hasn't that ever came up? I mean, I, I follow sports. I'm a big sports guy. Anytime your team plays bad, it's the coach that gets fired. Accountability always starts with leadership. But in this case, nobody is saying, hey, let's elect new people. In fact, people are actually putting initiatives to vote in the same people from the same party. But we know that these organizations and these movements like Black Lives Matter, they are. Uh, uh, they are in, in endowed or, you know, embedded with the Democratic Party, they're embedded with these globalists. And these socialists, they're part of it. So, of course, they're not going to say, hey, let's do the obvious thing, which would be to elect new leadership. They're going to say we don't ever keep the people from hearing that. But they control and own these organizations. So they have they have every right to Steer you away from that. What I'm saying is these organizations are not telling the truth. Darren Seals was pointing that out. Darren Seals was was organizing. He was making effort and he was exposing these people and showing that these people are not for us. They are not organic organizations that come from the communities. They're actually being fed from outside influences. He spoke up on all these issues, just like Malcolm did, just like Malcolm did with the Nation of Islam when he exposed them to say, no, these people, they might look like a black organization because they have a black face on the cover. But it's white money. That has an ulterior agenda. That is the ones that are that are really steering you. Stay clear of that. That's what Darren Seals did. Darren Seals was found. In a car. That had been bad, That had been burnt. And set on fire. After they shot him one time in the head. His murder hasn't been solved. Nobody's been arrested. They're unclear on the motive. But Darren Seals. Spoke truth. And he speaks no more. Although his words live on. Through podcasts like this. Through people trying to get out there. And get the truth out there. But Darren Seals. It's not around. And I don't know what why he's not around, but I know he spoke the truth and I know he was trying to educate the people to the truth and what's going and, and what's going on. I also want to talk to you about another donation that Black Lives Matter received. They received two hundred thousand dollars from an organization called Solidaire. Solidaire is an organization that donates to many different progressive organizations around, around the country and the globe. They donated 200000 to Black Lives Matter. The person that started Solidaire was a woman by the name of Leah Hendricks. Hendricks is the name that she has by marriage. Her maiden name was Leah Hunt. Hunt. Yep. Leah Hunt Hendricks is the granddaughter of H.L. Hunt, the same H.L. Hunt that funded the Nation of Islam, the same H.L. Hunt that was a white supremacist segregationist. His granddaughter now funds Black Lives Matter. Now, I'm not saying that she's a white supremacist, and I'm not saying that she um, is not committed to that cause, but what I'm saying is that we have to follow money. And any time a group, presents itself to be a threat it's easier to control that group if you own that group i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read this quote real quick to give you some clarity it says we must be ready to employ trickery deceit law-breaking withholding and concealing truth we can and must write in a language which shows among the masses hate revulsion and scorn towards those who disagree with us If you disagree with Black Lives Matter right now, you will be met with backlash. They will try to silence silence you. The person who said that, quote, was a man named Vladimir Lenin. He led the communist revolution in in Russia in 1917. They use the same tactics. They get into these organizations and they subvert the movement. Because these organizations do exactly what people who accuse him of doing selling out you offer me 33 million dollars i put 33 million dollars to work that means i have 33 million dollars worth of bills that need to be paid and if i don't listen to you then you're not giving me that money and i can't pay bills and people lose their jobs he who pays the piper always picks the tune always it's the people behind it. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at what's going on now. Are we still talking about George Floyd? Are we still talking about police brutality? And are we still talking about racism? Or has something else infected this whole movement? Of course it has. Because the people behind it don't have the same objective. The people that are funding it, the people that that make the day-to-day operations possible, don't have the same objective. Black Lives Matter is a socialist organization. They are a communist organization. Black Lives Matter wants to see the end of America as a sovereign nation so it can join the global global community of a one world government. That's all it is. They're just being used. You know, they're just it's they're just they're just a tool. They're just a tool. Racism is not it's not something that they care about, it's not something that they're 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 invested in ending. It's a pawn. It's something I can use to achieve my end to achieve my goal. It's a piece that I put out there and I left I made a mistake, or so it seems. Oh, it's a trap. That's what it is. That's what's going on here. We have a socialist communist revolution is happening. Right here in the United States of America, they're going after your constitutional rights because they stand in the way. And trust me, you're going to want to hear the next episode when we talk about what defunding the police really means. It doesn't mean lawlessness. It doesn't mean no police officers. It doesn't mean there's not going to be a police department or some sort of apparatus that maintains law and order in the community. No, you're going to wish that that's what it was. It's not. It's worse and they're saying it. Nobody's picking up on it. The mainstream media isn't on it They're keeping this from you. It's all out there You just have to connect the dots and that's what we try to do connect the dots and show you what's going on Yes, black lives do matter this The slogan the phrase is correct, but the organization is not the organization is communist the organization is anti-family it's anti really solving problems they don't care about black lives they care about a communist revolution they care about redirecting funds which really means an investment into a socialist economy that's what's going on that's black lives matter that's the truth It's controlled and operated by people that don't have the same agenda as the people out there protesting. Or so it seems. (laughs) That's what's going on here. Just like Malcolm, Darren Seals spoke out against this. And just like Malcolm, Darren Seals is not here. That's what they do subvert these movements get inside infiltrate these organizations but in in the case of black lives matter they started out that way because these women were already socialists they were already communists they were already on board with all this we have to wake up there's a time coming speaking out like this it's not going to be allowed it's not going to be allowed we have to wake up and see what's going on yes like i said black lives do matter but that organization, it, they're not for that. And if that's your agenda, you need to check the organization. You need to see where it's coming from. You need to see the money. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm, not a very, I'm not a very tech savvy person. I'm trying to get a website up and going so I can send you links so that when I say these things, you can go boom and look it up yourself and I can help facilitate that. Um, but, you know, right now I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get things going. I'm still in my, my studio, which is the car and you know using my uh recording equipment which is my phone but you know this has to be out like i said this window is closing and this has to get out there so you know share it with as many people as as you see fit we got to get it out there because the time is coming we ain't gonna be able to speak like this And, and the people aren't seeing the truth the people aren't playing chess they're playing checkers and these people that they're playing against are playing chess, and they can see moves ahead. And we're falling for it. We're going for it. We're out there. Black Lives Matter. Yes, this. We're giving them money. We're 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 we're, we're building up, and we're contributing to our own demise, and we don't even see it. So I thank you guys for listening to this uh, episode of the No Spoon Podcast. Um, like I said, follow me on on Instagram at the No Spoon Podcast and on Twitter at No Spoon Podcast. You can also email me at the no spoon podcast at gmail.com um you know let's keep let's keep getting this truth out there because this is what it's about it's about facts it's about facts and even though everybody's thinking with their feelings it's about facts the truth will always prevail we gotta we have to keep telling the truth and don't let them silence the truth so thank you again for joining um i'm red pilche i'll see you on the next episode